Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay, we're going to start right now. Um, Camille's here to tell us a little bit about um, some um, smart meter information regarding the state of Massachusetts I think might be important to a lot of people on the call. So, Camille, would you please um, introduce the subject? Thank you. Yeah, sure. Um, This is about a bill that went before the Massachusetts State Senate. Um, It was heard yesterday, and it was for the the possibility of opting out of smart meters. And this is a problem that happens. It's actually a state-by-state issue. So some states you can opt out, and some you're required to have the smart meter. And then there's a lot of shades of gray in between. Um, and what we've had up to this point is is one of the worst states. It's It hasn't been mandated that you have one, but they've left it up to the utility companies. So if they say you have to have it and you can't have the old analog meter, then um, you can't object to it. But some of them are more lenient, and they'll go and replace it. I'm sorry? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm listening. Yes. Uh, pardon me. I'll mute. Okay. So anyways, um, as some of you might not be familiar with, the old analog meter did nothing but um, record the amount of usage. And that was the one that you can tell if you have it because it's got the round clock face numbers and then um, you just read the numbers when you do a reading. But the new ones, the smart meters, are um, they're digital, so it's just a a number printed uh you know six digit numbers whatever it is i i don't know but it's a it's a microwave uh based meter and the amount of microwave energy that it emits is huge and it's not just a matter of recording the usage but it's actually it has multi functions that are really really sinister um it for one thing it can tell you what what you're using, you know, what kind of appliance you're using because each one has its own um, kind of unique footprint. So it can distinguish whether you're using a blender or a raise, electric razor or, a, you know, all the different things. It, has, it can tell exactly what you're doing and when you're home, when you're not home, and it, it has a chip in there that can, it has, it's called a digital signal processing chip that's used in signals intelligence to pick up everything from computer signals and it would be capable of doing the brainwave signals to, to interface with remote neuromonitoring, but obviously they're not going to tell us that that's what they're, they're programming it for, but it, the technology is there. So um, it can actually, with computer signals, it can translate um, what's on your computer right into language from the signals itself. 
So they can surveil your computer. They can probably surveil your brainwave patterns and your um, and and also people that know about remote neuromonitoring. It just translates your thoughts into it take, picks up the signals that your the neurons of your brain are emanating, and it translates it right into language. So if I say the word desk. There's a particular pattern that corresponds to the D and the E and the S and the K, and probably most of you already know about this, but um, the chip might be capable of doing that, but they won't tell us what the chip is being programmed to do. And, um, and Carol, you were telling me, too, that the Thermo guy said that it, that it was discovered that there were 10 channels in there in the meter that could not only record the usage, but also it could, it could send energy. And he said that one of the channels is capable of electronic weapons level of sending energy. So, yeah, isn't that lovely? I think that's EMS Linda that said that. I'm not sure Curtis Bennett said that or not now. Okay. Well, we'll have to check um, it out. But um, Your name is Camille? Or Yeah. Yeah, hi, Camille. Yeah, the first part of it cut off. Um, yes, I'm from New York State, and I I would give my name, but this this is so, um, you know, Kate, Kate knows me and and so forth. But I I just talked to someone because of some of this harassment, and she told me I should you know get off of various social media and all of that. So. But anyway, um, as far as the remote neural monitoring, that's one thing. I mean, that's bad enough. But if you start getting some frequencies which seem to be not just reading but destroying, right. you know, or, you know, yeah, breaking up your own brain waves, um, you know, it's like right. once you've been read, then the next thing is to, you know, make you something that you weren't before. And yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. it does seem to happen that way for us. And and I know all I can testify to is as soon as we got a smart meter installed, right within the hour I started getting an attack and then all all a whole nightmare of things started to unfold every month, a new thing, a different thing. And never had any of this before that. Yeah, so. I'm getting the R S almost all of the time now on me. Um and you know, I mean, I can say that, you know, intermittently. And, you know, when I go to bed, maybe it stops. But, um, it, it, I mean, I will just listen, but it it is a bit overwhelming. Yes. Well, the, the thing is, uh, I mean, there's been some activist people around that have been really working to get the legislation passed. Um, one, the, probably the main group in Massachusetts is Halt Mass Smart Meters. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been in touch with the leader of that group for, for a while. And um, she's the one that sent me the email that I couldn't copy and I couldn't reply to. <laughs> so... Um, I had to I had to just look at it and write down each name of the senators and everything but um the bottom line is that the bill was heard yesterday and it's going to be voted on I don't I don't actually have that information cuz that was one of the questions I was going to ask her and I couldn't reply 
So it, it'll probably be in the coming weeks anyways. I don't know how long these things usually take, but um, but it will. It, it was a culmination of a year-long study um, because a year ago they were trying to pass some opt-out things and they couldn't convince or they didn't find it convincing enough that there was a medical basis to mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. So they did a study and they commissioned uh, a panel and a lot of the people on the panel are, are really cool people. There's there are people from environmental medicine in there, physicians, yeah. and some really good scientists and speakers. But it's kind of a mix because there's perp people in there too. And um, so there's that commission and then there's um, the, uh, uh, a number of sponsors and co-sponsors of the bill and those are all the senators I've listed and I think some from the House. And then um, the third party would be the utility, uh, the um, Department of Public Health. So those three parties are all included on that list, and and you can just like cut and paste, you know, and then just send it to all of them at once. Um, whatever Neil, your do you think there might be a similar group in New York um, State? Yeah, it depends on what. Yeah, whatever um, the the situation is there. If they if they're not allowing the the your to opt out and get the analog meter, then there's probably activist groups out there fighting it. Yeah, you're you're, like I, I, you're right. I know and in Maine also, you, you have an call, option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you continue on? Um, I did call one of my senators' office and I told him about some of this activity and um he said he has had complaints about it but yeah. you know it hasn't changed you know i said well, you know the the unusual air activity well there's there's a lot of people that get really ill from it and they're the symptoms of of that we know of as electronic weapons attacks the nausea the headaches all that stuff, but they are calling them electrosensitive, like they're just kind of sensitive to this, but it's really an open question whether they may just be getting attacked and they don't really understand what's happening, you know. Yeah. But yeah. certainly we are, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, definitely. And at the very least. Yeah, I mean, at least they it, may be it, able to inter interface it with other, you know, even our neighbors if they're, you know, doing stuff. They may be having remote control of our smart meter or, yeah. you know, things like that. And they, it also transmits um, live audio and video. So whatever, they, you know, they've got set up in your house, they may be able to send it through the smart meter. Um so it's got a lot of really evil things going on yeah, there. Yeah, at this point, if for me, it's like domifying. You know, it's it's um, you know, I try to protect myself the best I can, but yeah, you know, it's almost it's, like once you're exposed to it, then the next thing is to <laughs> whatever you want to imagine, and we can't let that happen, everyone. Yeah, we got to try to get him off the house, and um, so you know, so, so it's good to just send her testimony. It's good if it's um, you know based on medical things. No, I wouldn't advise getting too much into TI type stuff. They can make it go the wrong way. Yeah, you know, but um, it's good you know to just voice your opinion about it and and influence these people as much as we can and. 
and hopefully it'll have a good result. We'll see pretty soon. Um, I have a quick question about it. Um, do you guys know, is a symptom of it or a manifestation of it getting any, like, knocking in the walls? Because all of a sudden I'll hear, like, this weird knocking in the walls or especially near the air conditioner for whatever reason. And then at other times I feel like, and I don't know what, again, if this is smart meter or something else with the technology, but I'll also sometimes get, um, like, like I'll feel the spring in the couch or the mattress like twang or spring up. I don't know how to explain it, but weird, uh, like a vibration in the couch or the or the mattress in particular and the knocking in the wall. I didn't know if this might have anything to do with smart meters, if anyone would know. All I know is that it does um, take in a huge amount of energy at the point, at the location of the meter and that it's been known to destroy the foundations of the house. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. That's pretty intense. I and I don't know if that. That has, that's what you're hearing or not, but... Wow. Okay, thank yeah. you. Maybe I'll but, okay. another, another, at another time if, if anyone else has experienced that and it, it might have anything to do with any of the other evil technologies that they use. I have no idea, but I know I experienced that and that's, you know... Um, just like at intermittent times, it's like really strange, and then I won't experience it again for a while. Where, and it's been in multiple houses that I've been in, so I do believe, uh, you know, it is my targeting part of it. So, thank you. Well, I just wanted to recommend also um, a really good place to read about all the things that smart meters do and what you can do about it is um, freedomtaker.com. That's the best one out there. And um, there's also this little scam that they do that they try to convince you, because your smart meter, it it transmits your information continuously to the to the utility company. But it, um, they so they try to sell you on this one. It's called, AM, AMR, what does it stand for? I forget. Um, oh, it's a non-transmitting meter is what they call it, which means that the person can drive by from the utility company and then um, like hit some button and then it'll read your meter from their van. But um, so it'll only be transmitting at that one moment. But the problem with it is that it's still almost the same amount of energy that's bringing into the house as a regular smart meter. Just the fact that it's a, one little part of it is disabled really doesn't do a whole lot. Um, so they try to make it sound like, oh, this is really great. This is a non-transmitting meter. But no, it's it's still the same smart meter, basically. It's only slightly less, and it's really bad. So what you want to do is get the analog meter and the utility companies will fight you tooth and nail and they've got all their legalese and all their ways of talking to make you think that you can't have it and um, that they don't make them anymore is another one. But you can find them. That Freedom Taker website has a link there too. 
and they're not even hard to install. They, it's the kind of thing you might be able to even do it yourself or with like an electrician or something. But the one that you can't do yourself is gas. If you have a smart meter for the gas, um, that requires somebody, I guess, from the gas company. But um, So you have the electric, the gas, and also the water meter. And um, the water meter would be your town. So... Um, and that may Mary Mary knows something about that one. That might be the one that they're using for us. That uh, <laughs> is that's the one they put in our house that that caused everything in my life to go south. So, um, and I don't know why it would be water, especially except that the electric one is on the outside of the house. So that may I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but. So that's basically all I have to say, and um, I just want to encourage people to, you know, just add a, throw in a few sentences on that email and then hit send so people can see that you've been suffering physical symptoms and um, not to mention violations of privacy and all, potentially anyways, because you probably can't have no way of knowing that, and they... Oh, the other thing the utility companies do is they will um, they say that they they won't tell you what information it's collecting because they call that top secret. <laughs> but they say, they feel that it's their right that that they have the the right and the freedom to sell it to whoever they want to sell it to and not have to tell you. So. I mean, this all looks like it's all set up to just um, be able to interface with all this other stuff, you know. So, it's just pure evil, that's all it is. Yeah, one hey, Camille, um, with, with that said, I, I just wanted to throw in a thought. You know, if the utility company can, in fact, sell this to whatever group they want, um, they could, if they wanted to, um, sell it to a political group. They could sell it to a hate group. Um, and if the, you know, if there was something um, that you were watching on television or some kind of equipment you were using, and um, specific people in your community um, took offense to, um, this is just yet another way of attacking people um, with private information. Of course. And, you know, I am extremely concerned about any company having the right to sell off your privacy to anyone. And um, because of that, I think that not only should everyone in the state of Massachusetts write um, to their... Um, would it be the at this point to the senators or the the congressional members? It's mostly Senate. Okay, and it's a Senate bill. S one one eight six four. Thirty through the Congress is that correct? And on is to the it, Senate now. What was that? Is it already through the Congress and on to the Senate now? To oh gosh, their version. I don't know about that. I haven't been following it. Okay, well we can always do a follow up on that but guys it's it's really quite important to write letters now and um every state is 
affected by what other states do. Um, and we already That's know, true, yeah. You know, um, it, really, most states write their um, legislation based on other states because they don't want to do the work. It's just easy to copy somebody else's and just try to ram it through. So um, this is critical. So um, I think everyone should get busy writing these letters. And, uh, Camille, I thank you for that. I would like you to just once again um, reiterate um, where they write to, where they find the information, okay? Uh, Well, it's all in the email. So it's... um all the senators that sponsored the bill and their co-sponsors and then the panel, the committee that evaluated all the medical evidence and all that, and then the third party. You know, just repeat, because uh, it takes a a long time for people to to absorb some information. So the name of the bill, um, you know, where the information is found and so on. If you could just repeat it for the recording. Thank you. Yeah, so... um, so all the parties there, I don't know how many were there. There were like a bunch of senators that sponsored the bill. It was, it's S, Senate Bill S-1864 um, that would allow us to opt out. And then uh, in addition to the senators and their, their, that sponsored and their co-sponsors, then there's a committee that evaluated all the medical data. And then there is the Department of Public Health. So those are all, those are the three three basic divisions of parties that are involved, and all of them are listed in that email. So you you, you don't have to go looking anything up, and it, and I don't I don't know any snail mail address. I think it's all just email. Um, and you should have your name and address in there too, um, for at least for the senators. Um, what else? I guess that's it. Okay, so are you going to send us an email? Yes, Kate, did you send it out? Kate? Hello? <laughs> uh. She might have fell asleep. <laughs> No, I um I sent it out and then Kate was gonna send it out to everybody, so I don't I don't know. She probably it was just yesterday, so I don't know if she sent it out or not. But look for it. It should be there. Okay. Yeah. Got knocked off, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Wait, did you send it out, Kate? Um so, um, I thought I did, but you know what? I do have to check. Um, I've been out straight the past two days like crazy, and I don't even remember my own name. So, I mean, it's been insanity. So, um, if I didn't, um, I will repeat it anyway, even if I did, because I think it's important enough that we pay attention to this. Thanks so much for um, a great informational report. I sure. really appreciate it. Yeah. And, uh, since um let's see, we got a couple more people that joined us. Um, I think. Um, Allison, you joined us, right? Hey Kate, this is Allison. How are you? 
Good. Glad you're there. And um, I also wanted to welcome Ella. She has joined us. Yeah. Hi, Ella. Hey, Ella. She was there. She's gone. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. So um, anybody want to make a comment on what Camille was just talking about? Please uh, weigh in. Hello? Are people there? Yes. I think it's great that you found that information, Neil. Neil, what was the topic you were talking about? Who's asking? Allison, I was just wondering what the topic was. This was smart meters. Oh, great. Yeah, Camille and I were just talking about that today. Yeah, I I think I had suggested that you call her because she's the guru on it right now. And um, um, she did talk a little bit about the the A um, ARM meters. AMR. AMR. Yeah, yeah, Um, I forget what it stands for. Well, I know it's my my impression when I first um, talked to the Halt Smart Meters group was the that they are they're digital but they are like a one-way digital versus a two-way digital. And yeah, but that I, that means very little though. It really does. Um go to the Freedom Taker website. That's where you they'll go to, they get into all that stuff. It's very yes. it's very educational. Good idea. And and Allison, that meter that you have is absolutely um, digital. I mean, it's got a digital face. Yeah. So, if it's got a digital face, you know it's digital. Absolutely. If, it, if it's got an analog face, and the AMR meters, some have an an um, analog face, but you can tell they're digital because they have on the sides they eat they have a black wire coming out on the left and on the right. Wow. It says right on it that the readings are read remotely, so it's definitely digital. And exactly. Yeah. Yep. And I have to tell you, from you know, when I first um, found out, it, it was really from uh, Sandra uh, Chiafani. She lives in my town, and she was part of that um, Halt Smart Meters group. And um, she had told me that she opted out, and she told me the process. And then I started sharing it throughout the state with people. I noticed it immediately when I got it removed. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt so much better. The attacks reduced considerably. Um, and I'm sure these people are very angry about it. I, You know, the the number of vehicles increased tremendously. Um, just very upset that they didn't have this weapon. Um, so, um, I don't know if there's any other people that have any um, stories here on. Hey, um, you opted out as a smart meter. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it cost me. I have cost me quite a bit. You know, it cost me quite a bit per month to opt out, but. As far as oh, I'm concerned, it's my health. It's it's oh, well yeah. worth it. And how long have you had it on your house? Um, well, they had snuck it on at one point. 
Oh my gosh. And I, you know, I had figured out when they had done it and um you know, I realized that I had just suddenly had this increase in just severe attacks. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to check and see if my apartment building has it. I know the mayor recently approved a $1 million um, sort of, you know, um, um, intro package to the city. Um, I mean, it was, you know, it was in the paper and stuff. But um, I think they're, you know, they're installing them around. But, yeah, I'll check with my building. Okay, that's all. That's it. I have a... I have a new house that I moved into just um, four years ago, and I would have thought that it would have been installed then. But when I called today, I learned it was installed literally right when um, my tar- like right before my targeting started. Oh. Wow. Um, by the way, if um, I don't know, let me just double check. Um, I don't know. I don't think Frank's on the call, is he? Well, the reason I'm, I'm mentioning it is I think he gave out the wrong number to somebody, and they thought they had the wrong day. So um, I think that's Maryland. All right. Um, okay. Um, anybody want to choose your subject to talk about, feel free. I just need to tell you all that um, any minute now my brother is showing up um, to pick something up and I'm going to have to jump off the phone. So I I just want you to know I'll leave the call going and, and just return when I can. So I'll mute myself when I have to jump away, okay? Yeah, sure. Maybe is Mary, is Mary on? was on. I remember meeting your brother, Kate. How you doing? I'm here, but I'm, I'm with my friends. Oh, okay. I, I just, um, that's okay. I just wanted to find out if you had done any research on the smart meter thing in Connecticut, because I know that there was... I, I, down I don't there. give me service. I have no service. <laughs> I'm at my friend's house. She gets service on her iPhone, I got nothing. Same exact company. That beats me. I don't know. Yeah, you know, some human rights advocate told right. me to um, get off of the social media and to um, get a real simple phone, you know, if you don't want it to happen. You know, no. she, she called it digital no. privacy. So I know that in the state of Connecticut two years ago, Summertime, when they were ripping off my my electric meter, yeah, um, I had somebody staying with me for like three months, and I was like, "What?" And I went running out, and they said that the state of Connecticut was recalling all of the meters that the old analog meters had expired. They had no warranty on them, and they said to me that they sent me a letter and a postcard, which I never got either. Hmm. So. I was pretty alarmed when somebody's at the back of my house ripping off the meter and making all this noise, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Not knowing they're coming, but that's what their excuse was to me. And they said that 
Um, now this was CLMP, which is also now Eversource, because they merged with Massachusetts. And um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but they said that there were EMF specialists uh, within the company. EMF yeah, specialists? Yes. Yes. Yeah, they well. know. So he was supposed to get back to me and never did. Um, and I'm just so overwhelmed with everything with mom and just trying to dodge all these bullets, you know? So. Um, who else has Eversource? Does everybody have Eversource? EMS specialist, they actually said that to you? Are you kidding me right now? Yes, and oh I have a name, too. It was me, but he would never get back to me, and he was going to send me information. He was supposed to, because I was human. I was like, I want my analog meter back, back on the house. You have no right to take that meter. And he was like, oh, yes, we do. This is our property. And we're being told that, you know, the warranty has expired. So what happened was they came to my house and that was it. If that was the case, they would have been to all the homes. You know, it was it was such baloney. <laughs> so stopped wow. my house, changed out the meter, and I I was fighting with them. I was fighting with uh, their manager. I was like, you know, you're not leaving. I want this thing off my house. <laughs> and he got a supervisor on the phone, and it was a big to-do. They were there for like an hour and a half. So I was like fuming that they were, because the meter is right on my bedroom wall, on the bathroom of my bedroom wall. Does everybody so, else have Eversource, too? I have Eversource. Does everybody else have Eversource? I don't, um, Allison, and uh, I do know that Eversource is the one that refuses to let anyone opt out. And that really yes. concerns me over time. Yes. The thing is, they're also a very big company turning into a major monopoly. And yes. I do think that they're going to buy out everyone in the state of Massachusetts very soon. And in regard, November 2013. Well, the fact that the guy told her he was an EMS specialist, are you kidding me? Like, No, he, he wasn't an EMS specialist, but the supervisor on the phone call said to me, if you're not satisfied with this, there's nothing wrong with these meters. If you're not satisfied with this, we will get our EMS specialist to call you and send you information. And he gave me his name and number and everything. I never could get through to the guy. I know where he is. But, wow. you know, it was like, forget it. They weren't going to do anything like that for me. Again, I have my street's very long and very straight. There's like 64 houses on my street. They stopped at my house, did their thing, and then the class. So why didn't they do it to all the other houses? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I have their names, too. Mary, is that true? Two, or did you just miss that they had done the other houses? No. I had somebody staying there, remember, three months, and uh, I have witnessed everything. Um, well, what I'm, what I'm wondering is, you know, if you, if there's any way that you can prove that, you know, because that would be, that would fall under something that would be an ex- Extremely important evidence in our cases when we put them together. Well, I have the date and everything, and I want to remind well, you. That's good. Okay? That's important because you could ask for a freedom. I of have everything. I, I'm a note taker, but God help me 
Yeah, you can ask for Freedom of Information Act, I believe, with that. But I know that they they said to me that they were doing everybody's and that if you had a fence, of course, in your yard and they couldn't get at it, that they had to get the permission from the people. So I was like, well, wait a minute. Is it you need to get the permission from the people to have a fence or you sent out a letter and a postcard? And the guy just looked at me. Like, I never got any notification that they were doing that and that they were coming and that they were going to be on my property. But they do have the right to come on your property at any time and do whatever they want with their meter because that meter is their property. So I was hoping to buy my own analog meter so that they don't have any right on my property again, for one, because it's my meter, not theirs. They have, you know, there's no, you know, stay off kind of deal. But the main thing is the water meter. And the water meter is by the town because I get town water. And, you know, that thing should only be pulsing once a month when you're doing readings on how much water you have used. Mine's pulsing all day long. And it's pulsing the whole foundation, um, even the nails. In the foundation, <laughs> you know, where, where uh, it, it, it's unbelievable. Go, go to your water spout, you know, even your outside water things, and check for frequencies. You wouldn't believe what's coming off them. So they're pulsing all your pipes. I had baseboard oil heating, so I had baseboards on the whole perimeter of my home, plus three bathrooms. So, and two kitchens. <laughs> so they're pulsing all the pipes. Yeah, um, when I'm in the kitchen, if I start to go near the sink, it's almost as if there's an obstruction to have me turn so I can open the cupboard, let get, let alone get to the refrigerator. You know, what I do is I turn around backwards and use my <laughs> to, you know, stand there and open up the cupboard and the refrigerator, you know, while I'm not facing them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have ice cube makers? No. No, we don't. Okay. No. Well, my refrigerator is off the wall, but I believe there's something in it Wi-Fi-wise. But that's a whole other topic, and I'm with my friends, and already they don't want to hear about this stuff. Yeah. Well, that could well be, Mary. Is Anne on the call? I think, was it Anne that was saying that she wanted to get scanned by Kidder? I just wanted to let her know that um, she's not coming here to New England. Um, she's, uh, I, I'm going to actually go out there to Missouri. Um, just because uh, her brother passed away recently. And um, um. She's, not, she's not traveling. Um, does anybody know Anne's contact? Was it Anne? Kate that said that she wanted to get scanned with me? Um, could I just throw something out so that you know? When, yeah. When you, um, I'm not either yeah. one of them, but when you get scanned and she gives you the evidence or whatever it is she's going to give you, she gives you her report, you cannot use that report anywhere without her. And for her to come to court, it's like $30,000 to get her there. Wow. 
I just want to make sure I can use it in the survey, and then, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping to try to do a class. You cannot use her report for anything unless she is present and involved and paid. Okay. Okay. Allison? That's good to know. Yeah. Is it the answer? Yeah. No, it's Mary. I, 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 no, this is Ann. Okay. <laughs> so I, I heard what Mary said, and I, can someone make the noise go away in the background? Someone's listening to a television or something? And then I can Let's talk. It out. <laughs> I'm sick of tuning crap out. Oh, you crap out seven, And I don't want to do is it on a call. Is here? Oh, thank you. So, Allison, um, thanks for shutting that noise down. Allison, I'd love to talk to you about this. I'm going to Missouri myself, and um, I'd like to know how to go about getting an appointment with her. What it can, what it entails, how much it costs, and all that um, low down. That would be great. There goes the TV again. Sorry, it's it's mine. This is Allison. I'm driving to North Carolina oh, with Allison. my kids. We're going so, to um, we're, we're going I, to Storyland. Um, why don't I? Okay. Yeah, I was just gonna say that I'm driving right now. Let me give you my phone number, and if you want, so this is really short notice, but I'm going out there on the third. Okay, hold on, sweetie. Uh, just because oh. I have it off from work. Um, so if you want to come with me, I'm going by myself, and I'd love the company. I know it's, like, really mm-hmm. short notice. Mm-hmm. Um, what month? But, uh, uh, next month, so just on the 3rd of July, so, like, in I'm, a week and a half. Gonna, I haven't even bought oh my, my ticket God, yet. I can't talk. <laughs> I'm like, Sorry. Um, I've had such a frustrating day and such a frustrating evening, so I'm going to just say that I will be in Missouri on July 3rd. I could meet you in St. Louis. Let's do it. Awesome. Okay. 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 Perfect. All that's, right. Um, okay. Here, here's my phone number. Okay. And, that's um, the part that I just wanted to, um, do you want to give it out over the line? Yeah, I don't mind. I don't care. I'm pretty open. Um, it's All right. 317. All right. Hold on. 317. Yep. 840. Yep. 8777. 317-840-8777. The um the only thing is, and we can talk with Melinda about how she wants to handle it, but I know she doesn't like if it's to scan the people targets at the same time. So like when I do my, we can you know fly into Missouri together, and you know um, you're more than welcome to stay with me in the hotel room if you want to. And then um, but when we actually get scanned, we might need to like go separately to go see her just because uh, she has some sort of like guidelines about that. But we well, sweetheart, mommy's on the phone. I'm sorry. We'll we'll talk. I know I. <laughs> Give me a call. Um, we'll I, talk no, I, I think, okay, I, you misunderstood me. I am going to be in Missouri oh. that week. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you so might I as well can meet up with you. For her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, okay. give me a call. Give me a call whenever. I'm uh, off from work tomorrow, so if you want to give me a call tomorrow okay. or whatever over the weekend, it's fine. Good luck with the kids. <laughs> okay, thanks, Ben. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Kate's still on? I'm here. I muted myself, but... Well, so Melinda's not coming in October. Um, No, I'm going to still try to get her to come out in October, but if if not, like, worst case, I want to at least try to film her, maybe. I'm going to try to buy a video camera and try to get, Mm -hmm. like, like, a video of her telling what the scan is like, and maybe even if she allows me to, videotape... Um, her doing my scan or doing your scan, Anne, and, like, you know, then we can kind of, like, educate the TIs at the meeting 
with the footage if, if I can't get her to actually come in person. But I haven't even talked to her about that, so um, that's just an idea. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, Hi, everyone. Hi, uh, this is Dave from Maine. I I just want to say hi. Welcome, Dave. Thank you. Hey, Dave. Hi, Paul. So, Dave, just so you know, um, I recorded this call. I usually don't even record them, but I recorded it because we had some very interesting uh, report from Camille on smart meters. Um, okay. They're working on um, an opt-out thing in the the uh, Senate. So um, at any time, you can come back in and listen to it if you're interested. Okay. All right. And um, so, Dave, were you on our call today, this afternoon, about the uh, survey? Yes. Yes. Yes, I was on that call for a while at uh, 3 o'clock. Okay. Um, did you feel like you got enough information? Uh, yeah, I believe I did. I got to fill it out, though. I got to, I got to, I want to fill that uh, survey out. Okay. I also just wanted to reemphasize a lot of people are a little confused. I'll get um, emails from people saying, why, why didn't I get the survey? But uh, when I first put out the announcement, and I also put it up on the video, is we ask people to request a survey, send it to globalpisurvey at gmail.com, and um, ask for it with the information, um, name, address, phone number, um, mailing address, if it's different. It's all on the video. So um, we are getting people that expect um, to use the link that we showed and get right in there. Okay. There's a lot of confusion regarding that, and I wanted people to know. Excuse me while I grab a call. All right. I'm going to check my uh, email, see, see if it's in my email, so I can fill it out. Yeah, I I found it. Um, I finally found it by going to one of my emails that, that Derek had sent, apparently, and it announced, Kate, you know, Kate and Carla's and Bill and Kirk's, you know, announced it and gave links to go to look at, you know, Kate's YouTube video. And then the, um, it's uh, Global, Global TI, yeah. yes, et cetera. So you ought to be able to handle that. I came on the call late. Is, is somebody going down somewhere to get scanned with the meter? Did I, did I hear that right? Yeah, we're um, Melinda Kidder. We're going to go, um, I think, uh, I, I know I am, and it sounds like Anne is as well, to get scanned by Melinda Kidder and then get the results analyzed by Dr. Stanninger to find out um, who's, who's, who's doing this to me and where the frequencies are coming from. Yeah, yeah you, you want to do it while you still have the money um, to do it before it gets worse. You know, I, I made that mistake. Um, yeah, although, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to have myself scanned. Uh, uh, do I have to call her and make an appointment or something like that? Or yeah, I can share her info with you. Um, I was just sharing with the group. She's not traveling right now because her brother just passed away. But you can go out to her in St. Louis, and um, it's not cheap. She charges like sixteen, and then I just 
the bare bones quote from Dr. Standinger, and, and it goes up from there, trust me, is three grand. So, um, okay. you know, at, with travel expenses, you're looking at a minimum of like five grand, just to give you a heads up. It's not, it's not cheap. It's, it's horrible. Honestly, if I ever win some big lawsuit, I'm going to buy the equipment and I'm going to go around and scan everybody for free because this, <laughs> we shouldn't have to pay for this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, do you think that um, it's going to be okay to use our reports from Standinger in the survey? Because I think that's going to be really valuable information for for them for the survey. But well, at the same you know, time, I, I know she's really specific on, like, you know, yeah, where, where the information I, goes to. I think that um, if you're talking to her, tell her that um, – you know, tell her about our survey. In fact, maybe I'll email her and find out if, um, you know, we wouldn't be going to court without her information or anything, but does it mean that if, in fact, we submit it someday down the road um, to a Senate committee hearing that she expects $30,000? We We need to know that. Yeah, I think that's important to because we, not. you know, before we start think... accumulating that, if if that's what she wants, then we're we're out of luck. If I can't use it on the survey, I don't even want to go to her though, because I mean, I think that this kind of information is going to be so valuable to that survey, you know, and so valuable to the potential class action. Mm-hmm. Is there any other way we can get scanned? I mean, is there another alternative that would scan up in court? The only other person I've heard about is in Spain. Mm-hmm. From what I've heard, Melinda's literally the only person in the U.S., but I don't know. Does anybody else know anybody? Well, there we go. Um. Has, has, has she ever been able to prove <laughs> that, that, that somebody was getting hit with the lo- lower frequencies? Absolutely. She said she scanned hundreds of people, and 90% of them have um, either nanotechnology or chips. Wow. So if I wanted to be scanned, I would have to, to fly down to where she she lives, right? For now. She has traveled in the past, but just, just at this moment, she's not currently traveling. Um, and yeah. she's able to determine also from the frequencies and her analysis um, what type of targeting or what type of exposure you've had if you're in some area, whether it's institutional, um, military. That's what, have, that's what you have to pay $3,000 to get the doctor. Standing, yeah. who's not even, she's not an MD. She's, I think she's a PhD. But then she analyzes the report from the scan for an extra three grand. I see. It's um, it's it's kind of, a, in my opinion, a little bit of a scam, and it's uh, you know, I I don't know, I I, I think somebody should be doing this for us without charging us five grand, but you know, it, it they're the only game in town, so it is what it is, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's so many of us, and you know, just that one alternative. 
probably a, not a bad business to get into at this point with the growing TIs, you know. <laughs> Hey, um, I just wanted to tell you guys something. It was kind of a funny story. Um, and Frank's on the call now, so I can share because uh, somebody called me today and said they heard me on Frank's call last night. And um, whatever it was, I'm trying to remember exactly what part of the call, um, I texted him a response. And... Um, uh, this woman said to me, I heard you on the call last night, and you said blah, blah, blah. So um, I said, no, I, I just texted that to Frank. And then I got off the text with her, and I started thinking, I thought, you know, I was so tired last night. I, maybe I went on the call, I don't remember it. <laughs> so anyway, I just texted Frank now to ask him if I was on the call. And he said no. So I knew it was a text, but I had looked it up. And what is really funny is the text that I stated to Frank is no longer in my text. It's gone. Um, so here's this woman being given, you know, subliminal V2K, basically, um, that told her what I said, even though I didn't say it. So um, I just thought I would well, share that with you because I want you to understand the capabilities of this stuff. Um, I spoke to Peter today. He's not on the call right now, but I spoke to him today, and he says, you know, what people have to realize is even if they're not getting V2K, we call it V2K, but people are getting voices, they're getting sounds, they're getting silent sound, and they're getting um, subliminal. Um, but basically it's doing the same thing. It's, you know, it's affecting your thinking. Um, when this first happened to me, the very, one of the very first things they did was send me a frequency of anger. And literally I would get out of bed at 3 o'clock in the morning and just have a need to just scream. <laughs> and I would do it. I would just like scream some swear words just to get it out of my system. I said, what is wrong with me? I'm angry and I don't know why. And it just, you know, it felt good to vent and just like say it and then I'd go back to bed. But I also was feeling this electrical sensation in my body, you know. And I was uncomfortable and so I would constantly be leaving the bedroom and trying to go sleep somewhere else. Um, but because you at the time don't know you know, you're targeted or anything like that. It's just, you know, you just have memories of these weird things. And I just thought maybe that I would use that to open a discussion about it and see what people have to say or think about it. Well, I remember, gosh, I remember when when kind of it started happening, um, you know, a number of years ago. And I didn't know... You know, I knew that there was something wrong, um, but I didn't know what to do about it. You know, I didn't know what resources, so I would wear headphones um, sometimes. Um, but, you know, that was, 
that was back in the late 90s, you know. So I'm thinking, you know, she's lived with us for how many years, you know. But, um, yeah, and then I, I did accomplish some things. But there was a point when I realized that... Um, Oh, I mean, I I found some of the groups and things like that, and some of it actually got worse. But overall, you know, I mean, to not to go through that, you know, and and not really know where to turn is just too much, you know. But um, yeah, I know what you're talking about, Kate. Yeah, yeah. I um I had gone back to school um to get another degree. I wanted to get actually a master's in social work and um because of the hearing loss and I other things. Um I started working on like a second bachelor's degree and my last semester, um, you know, I, I now I know it for what it was. Um but, um, yeah, I wasn't able to finish. Like, I was working on lifeguarding, getting my lifeguard certification, and, um, oh, a number of things. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I'd be screaming, you know, just because all of a sudden something would start up and I didn't know what to do about it. And, you know, I knew it wasn't from inside of me. I knew it. And, you know, I just remember looking things up on the Internet, and I, but I just I just do as well as I could academically. But at some point, you know, so I didn't finish up my last semester. I got, you know, I got sick. And um, so, yeah, now I see it kind of for what it was, you know, with the car accident, the tinnitus, Losing my job, getting the stomach ache at four in the morning, getting the stomach ache on my way to go work out. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Thanks for sharing that. Anybody else have um, anything to take away yeah. about that? Kate, I had um, I had uncontrollable anger and depression when I was being attacked, and it would it would click on and off like a light switch. Like all of a sudden, I'd be just like so angry. Is she gone, Allison? If you can hear us, we I think you faded out and on your cell phone there. Um, anyone else want to speak on the matter at all? Uh, has anyone had has, has any has anyone had a, a anxiety attack? Oh, many have, Dave. I think um, induced uh, in, induced induced panic attack. Yeah, men. Yeah, anxiety. Yeah. yeah. I think anybody here want to talk about that? Hi, this is Brenda. Um, I used to have anxiety. Hi, Dave. I used to have have anxiety attacks when I would go into work. 
for no apparent reason. Um, I worked practically all my life and never had anxiety until um, I would say about 12 years ago. And then for some reason I was always feeling anxious about everything. And usually I would feel anxious that for no real reason I was going to get fired. And if I did, it was like, oh, well, then I would get fired. You know, mentally I had never gotten fired or always did well in my job, but um, I would always have the anxiety that I would get fired. And then um, I was talking to someone today that weird things would happen at work. People would come in and they'd start. I worked in the library, so I worked with a lot of um, community people, and they would come in and all of a sudden just be very irate with me for whatever reason, like, I had people comment that I looked at them the wrong way or I spoke with them um, adversely or whatever, and then the next day they would be calling the director to complain about me, and the director would be like, you know, I don't know what is going on with you. (laughs) And um, I I could have just been standing there. Um, I had witnesses that would say, you know, don't let that person bother you. They're like that with everyone. But it got to the point that, it was like almost every day, and actually, some they had staged a scenario and um, brought someone in. I'd say the person was between 17 and 21, and this person um, was supposedly with a social worker, and he came in and he was spinning the racks with all the paperbacks on, and the paperbacks went flying. This was on a Saturday. It was. Around lunchtime, so I was the only one there. And so all the customers were just watching him and didn't do anything, didn't know what to do, didn't know how to react, and they'd look at me and look at him. And then he'd go to the bookshelves and he'd start wiping the bookshelves off and all the books would be falling on the ground. And I said to the young social worker who hopefully they don't send people out like this with people twice their height and you know, that are way stronger than them to um, try to guide them or whatever. And I said to her, can't you control him? Can't you do anything to make him stop doing that and make him start behaving? And every time I would say something to him, he'd yell really loudly. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to call the police. So the police came, this guy came, and, you know, looking back, I can tell it was a staged scenario. He got him into the elevator, supposedly settled him down and everything. But um, after that, it's like every time I was alone, or as far as staff members, then they would stage some kind of scenario like that. So I think I was getting anxiety with that, and then I started getting friction with my coworkers. And, yes, I've, had, I've gone through the energy-caused anxiety, yes. I don't know how much I got in before my phone cut out, but um, yeah, I mean, I was just saying that I, I felt the same thing, and it flicked on and off, you know, instantly, and then the worst part was, you know, when people around me were experiencing that, you know, where I was going through such, you know, a hellish experience, and then instead of, like, being supportive, like, my husband would just have this, like, uncontrollable anger, and it was just, like, it was scary, really, um, you know, and uh, I know that's not him, you know.
And anger issues, unfortunately, I'm seeing it a lot with my neighbors. And my neighbor and I will sit out on her porch and just pray because I believe it's the energy hitting them because we live, like, within a block of a cell tower. And um, I really think that they're playing a lot with the emotions of people around here. Plus, across the street is a bar, so a lot of times there's big, loud fights that happen. And I just sit there and pray that they don't physically attack each other and things like that. And I don't know. It seems to help, but it's sad to for me to be able to think, okay, this person just walked into the house because this happens to me too. I would walk into the house and immediately my sister and I would have an argument. And mostly me, it would, my anxiety level would be to the roof. And I had no idea why, because afterwards when it was over, it would be like, what was that? Why did that happen? But Thank you for sharing that, Brenda. That's, um, you know, I when I think about it, I don't have as many memory details now, but um, I I do remember all the angry people. Um, but it's just like in my mind, it's just one big mess. But what they did in my case is mostly destroy my my business. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't have a clue. Um, so it sure makes you wonder, you know, why you're put into the program. You know, is it random? Is it um, revenge on the part of somebody? Is it um, just uh, pre-selected? I don't know. Um, you know, somebody I know had on some website, I'm trying to remember where it was, it was someone that had some definite uh, position within the government where they were aware of a lot of things, and they said that they were doing DNA testing. They were selecting people purposely in certain categories. I don't know how they determined that, but this is what they were saying. So I don't know. I don't know what to think of that. It's very interesting because when I went into the military, they told me I had B-positive blood. Then when I was in for some years, I was told I had B-negative blood. So I don't know what kind of blood I have. But... For those people that came on the call late, I, I just wanted to let you know I early, I. You know I don't normally record it, and I had recorded because Camille had come on with some very good information about smart meters, so I wanted to make sure we saved it. If people, especially because of the state of Massachusetts, um, has an opt-out program, so um, I think it's very valuable information. She did a great job presenting, and so um, for those that weren't here, I just want you to know that, okay, that the that the um, recording will have that information. Um, anybody want to weigh in on the meeting today? Anybody got anything to say? Any comments? Whatever? We talked about it a little earlier, but some more people joined us since we talked about it. 
I have a comment. Okay. This is Brenda again. I was just wondering, um, was it not possible for you and or Carla to be unmuted? Um, we chose not to. We we had decided that the only reason we wanted to do this call was to try to unite people. Um, and we've had a lot of infighting within um, groups within the United States as well as um, in European countries. And I thought if we invite all the the moderators, all the um, uh, organizations in other countries as well, and some of them just, you know, there's, there's attitudes like they've taken sides in Europe of who they hang out with and who they communicate with in the United States. And I was just trying to, you know, Say you know, come on, guys. This is for everybody. Let's let's get together. And so, um, on that basis, they said they would would be willing to do the call, but they didn't want it a general call. So, as a matter of fact, um, you know, I did get an email from from Barbara uh, Gillette. She was very angry, and uh, um, you know, I. In some ways, I understand that when people get angry, um, you know, it's, it's really, a lot of times it's based on information, misinformation. They don't understand. They assume that, um, they assume they understand the situation, you know, and absolutely not. She was not discriminated against it. It was really pure um Originally planned, and they and they were hesitant. Um, Kirk really didn't even want to do it. He just said, you know, just let things stand with the video. And and I said, well, I really want to try to get everybody together and have an opportunity. You know, if they're ahead of an organization and and they're not in the U.S. and they haven't been talking to us, you know, let them ask a question. Let them find out information. Okay, so I hope that explains it. Yeah, I just know that um, Kirk and Bill would um, say, well, Kate and Carla would best answer that. And then, unfortunately, Carla did not get unmuted until later. And she said, oh, you know, it's a little bit late. I was going to answer some questions. And I think it would have gone maybe a little bit more smoothly had one of you been able to be there to answer. Um, This is Carla. I, I would say Derek did not unmute me, Kate intentionally, but um, that's just my opinion. Um, well, you know, I didn't even try to get unmuted. I um, I texted, um, I think I texted Derek. No, oh, no, I chatted with him once in the chat room, I think, and I, and I texted um, Ella when I wanted to make a comment regarding the Department of Justice. But I, I didn't want to take up the time, but um, I, I think you probably had a point, um, Brenda. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm so busy answering questions on um, as the the um, discussion was going on. People were um, emailing me, so I was my head was like into trying to keep them answered and try to let Ella and Derek know that so-and-so wanted to talk, that I wasn't even 
you know, focusing. Um, had I been focusing on the question or whatever, maybe I would have been more aware, you know. Yeah, and I think um, it, that became obvious to me because um, I think Ella had read a text from you or something. But unfortunately, because some of those questions were definitely, you know, you or Carla. And um, well, you know, the way I look at it, Carla is Carla, yeah, Carla. We could at some point, if someone one of now that the information is out there, we could go on one of the calls tonight if somebody wants us to and and answer some questions. Um, but for the most part, I think at this point, we feel that most of the information is out there. Um, I heard some of the discussion afterwards, and I, and I was a little um, upset because, you know, there was, I think there was one person that said, oh, I think that in X amount of time we should hear uh, yeah. a report from them. Well, it's yeah. not. I mean, their time frame and their mind was, as far as I'm concerned, absolutely impossible. Yeah. You know, I mean, Carla, don't you feel like, based on what we did with that carp, I mean, this is going to take so much longer. I just oh, thought- well... Yes, and and we can't make any promises. We'll just do our best faith effort. Um, so we really can't, at this point, we can't let people dictate or box us in. We'll just do our best. And um, I agree that uh, I think it's good that we let Kirk and Bill primarily speak. I do think it was a little rude that we weren't able to support them when they asked us questions. So I think I kind of felt like they were left to flounder. Um, but, yes, I think that... Um, I think enough information about their case. Yeah, I I think so. Um, I I just uh, was telling everybody. I think a lot of people so far I found are misunderstanding that um, they need to do what we said in the original flyer, which is to write their name, um, address, phone number, and everything, and do a request. But it seems that people don't read the flyers too closely, so. Um, today I re-sent out the steps to getting um, the survey. And I sent it to um, the email list I have. I, I think I'll ask Ella and Derek to also send it out to as many people as possible, and maybe I'll send it to the European people to see if they will assist us as well. Hey, um, I sent mine to the proposal uh, survey address and gave that information. Is that something that now is um, 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 like not active? Is that I didn't hear your question. Is that something what? Oh, um, is that the wrong thing to do now? I I get it. Um, you I did it did after it. I sent it to you, correct? Um, yes, I did, although I found and it that in And that was um, sometime towards the end of the call or at the end of the call? Yeah, at the I've end of the call. I've been out on telephone calls ever since, so I haven't been able to get you out of survey yet, okay? Okay. Okay, that's okay, but I did get my request in, and that's good. And um, yeah, I didn't see it. Um, um, I saw it on Derek's um, email on the twentieth, and hadn't, you know, hadn't scrolled down. And yeah, so good. Okay. And yeah. Uh, hundred and twenty days, I think, is great, if not a little longer, because 
some people are just going to find this on the 120th day. Well, that, that's why um, Kirk and Bill gave us, they said, no longer then. So I took them yeah. the longest possible because I agree with you that um, in spite of the fact that we communicate as a, you know, as a community at large, there are people that are barely connected and sometimes don't get online, don't use their phones. There are some people, um, uh, Frank, on your email list and my email list, I'm going to go through as many people as I can and call them in the next month or so to let them know if I haven't talked to them in a long time. So if you could do that, too, if you see somebody that, you know, I talked to at least four electrosensitive people in the past 48 hours that, um, you know, told me that they're not online, you know. Now, we're not going to get a lot of those, but, um, you know, there's a few that just have had a lot of difficulty even being able to use their phone. I talked to one person today that said, you know, well, I'll talk to you if they don't block me, you know. So thank you for mentioning that because um, you're right. I mean, 120 days seems like a long time. It goes by really fast. You know, look at summer, you know. Um, oh, yeah. One for day sure. it's spring and next day it's fall, you know. So we got to keep that in mind. It, it, time flies by. Um, you know, one other thing I want to bring up is because Barbara was very upset um, that she didn't get um, – on. I also wanted to mention that, um, you know, she was upset about something else, too, and I just want to bring it up. Um, I think it was in 2012 that she had um, emailed Bill Benny. And then I think soon after that I had asked her for Bill's email, and I and she did give it to me, and then I misplaced it. And I think I asked her, like, maybe a year later for it, and at the time she said she didn't have it. And so I ended up finding it, and then I ended up contacting him. Um, and so she seemed upset that she wasn't given recognition about that. And, you know, my feeling about that, I just want you all to know, I, in my mind, my fantasy eventually, when we have and are moving forward and accomplishing something, I would love to have maybe a conference where we do show recognition to people. And, you know, everyone is part of this. This is not um, our egos trying to put this survey out. We, we're, you know, it's a lot of work. And I, I don't expect recognition. What I want to do is recognize um, Bill and Kirk, you know. Um, and I do want to recognize that, you know, I think Barbara has had a lot of incredible information in the past. Um, I remember when she had um, conference calls where we would talk about technology. So, um, oh, I remember that too, Kate. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. So oh, I sure do. Yeah, I used to listen now, in my kitchen. I, and just, yeah. I don't want anyone not recognized. Um, and I and I think that there's people that have passed away that started a lot. Like um, Harlan Gerard had a lot of information. Uh, some people um, think he didn't do a, a great service for them, but 
my feeling is he put a lot of information together. Um, you know, whether a person follows through or not, there's tons of people that have contributed to this moving forward, and I mm-hmm. hope someday they're all recognized for it. But I just hope I'm not in the grave, you know. <laughs> I hope I get the results of it. Whether yeah. recognition or no recognition, I just would like to see good things happen. And so I just right. thought I would mention that because, um, you know, some people's feelings are hurt sometimes, and it's oh, never- you and Carla and 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 Dylan Kirk did a tremendous job, and whoever is behind that and helping. Well, know, you, you uh, we a- thank you, but keep in mind this is just the beginning. So, um, you know, let's all what it's going to take for it to be a success, not what Carla and I are doing or Bill or Kirk. It's what the community does, which is. To go in there, open that survey, and complete it. Otherwise, step two is never going to happen. That's so, right. It's that right. Hey. job. Go ahead. Uh, is is there any way that you can add an attachment in there somewhere? I, I didn't ca- quite catch whether you could do that or not. Well, we are accepting additional attach- attachments. Um, Carla, you could probably speak on that even better than I, but um, Oh, yeah, so no attachments to the survey itself, but you're welcome to send in supplementary information to the uh, email address, the global ti survey at gmail.com. I'm going to stay away from the call for a minute, so I just continue on. Okay, guys, I have to, I have company. Yeah, what I've noticed is a, a lot of people are calling me. Uh, calling me and texting me ever since this survey hit to say, Mm -hmm. well, is it safe? Is it this? Is it that? I keep telling everybody it's safe and I'm going to, you know, prove it to you pretty much just by asking, you know, where the data is going to be stored, who's going to be storing it, and and is it going to be connected to uh, a computer that's running? And the answer was no, it'll be on a computer, but It'll be on a computer that is not connected to the internet, and it will be saved like three or four times uh, via ISO file. So, which is, as well, I mentioned, so to be very clear, good. There is a database, but it does yeah. not have the names in it. So, there is a database right. up and running. It's on a web hosting site, and the data is stored there. But the okay. names and the uh, survey IDs are not stored online. And are protected. Now, are you going to have you have a computer program that's going to correlate all this information and uh, zero in on certain people who have one particular ailment, uh, another ailment, or are you going to go through all these surveys by hand? Well, as Bill said, you know, we'll look at it from a multitude of angles, and I, I don't want to be specific, but. Um, yeah. We will look at it from a multitude of angles. I, I can't say specifically what we're going to do. Because it's it's at this particular point in time, you have an advantage mm-hmm. since it's already digitized. It's already there. And yeah. I'm not sure which program that you would use, but there are many programs just based in words uh, that would just like set it up just to pick out certain words and it would drop. Uh, files out that had that word in it, but you know, yeah, 
Yeah. There's a lot of different ways to do it. By hand, yeah. I think you'd be you're going to be a long, long time, and uh, well, could be, I mean, uh, tedious. There's a reason it, it it's online, so um, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I I personally think the survey is is a great step, and you know, without it, I mean, moving forward without it, yeah, I mean, yeah, we have to, we have to um, get this done, and I think this is the best thing that has come along, um, you know, for us as a population, and um, yes, and not every day you get. Uh, Bill Binney and Kirk Levy to <laughs> guide yeah. you and, and and do the analysis. So it's a, I you know I agree. I think it's a once in a lifetime opportunity actually. Yeah. So I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. And I live in a, a fairly small town, um, not not rural, but you know it's it's quite conservative in terms of you know people people even being able to grab onto this whole thing. And I talked with Kate maybe about she's willing to maybe talk to someone in our city council. But, um, you know, we have all this Schenectady known for its violence, you know. Um, and we don't live in a that part of the city. But um, it, so the, the police department is, is aware of all that kind of thing. But, you know, this stuff is, um, it may be going on other places in, in this local area, but they don't really have a, a, a knowledge of it. I think they truly don't. You know, maybe maybe the FBI does. But then, you know, you're, it seems like you're, um, you know, it'd be almost like they think, well, you have terrorist information. I don't want to go down that route. So I'm just going to be doing the Department of Justice as well, and I might contact a couple of human rights organizations. Well, it, it is terrorist information. Uh, they they are actually your basic local terrorist. I mean, U.S. Mm-hmm. What, what's the proper word? Uh, I'm trying to think of it. Domestic, thank you. Domestic, Domestic terrorists. Terrorist. Yeah. yeah. That's what we have. So, yeah. That's the road you go down. That's the road I've taken it down. And yeah. for those of you who would like to go, uh, I'm going to start trips into Boston to the State House on a regular basis to talk to different people and let them know what's going on and what we're doing. I'm sure a lot of them know already. I, I think it would be a good idea, and that's what that's what I'm going to start doing. That's good. If I'm near Albany, do you think? And you know, I'm pretty much alone. Um, maybe Matt well, over in East Greenbush. Um, you actually have. Uh, where are you? Northeast New York. Yeah. Northeast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I near was Albany. Say, yeah. Well, yeah. you've got uh, Mike Mason, I believe, is in your area. He's in Buffalo. That's about six. Six hours away. Okay, unless, see, I'm, I'm thinking backwards. Yeah. 
but there are uh, there, there are I think a lot of people. Uh, There's gotta be, you know, and maybe that's partly why you know sometimes I I take some of this. I'm getting some of this stuff, you know, because it's it's uh, you know that I don't have I don't have people to hook up with, you know, in my immediate area, you know, that they know about it. And um, well, that that's what we have to do. I mean, you, this is a real strong group that's starting here. In, uh, yeah. And so, in Frank, every state, like, as being East Coast coordinator, you're going to have, like, they're going to be reps in every state, correct? Yeah, that's, that's right. Yep. That's, yep, that's the goal. Yeah, good. And then chapters from, from there on down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have a large state, you might have three chapters or four chapters or Oh, if you have yeah. ten chapters, it's great as long as you meet once in a while, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least how once can, a month. How can I find out mm. other people, other people in my area that um, have this? Um, I can uh, let me check out something. Okay. Northeast New York. Yes. See what my list looks like. Hey, I gotta hop off here, but I just want to express my gratitude and appreciation to Carla and Kate for doing the survey. Um, this is, I think, just huge. I am so excited about it. You know, I, I think this is just gonna be just so instrumental for, you know, everything that we need to accomplish to help get this out to the public. Uh, just thank you guys. Thank you, Alton. Have a good night, guys. Good night. Good night. Okay. Yeah, let me know what you're fine, Frank. Take me a couple of seconds. You know, if you want to, you can email me later. Okay. Be more okay. than happy to. Okay. Great. Great. Thanks. Do you have a? Do you have like a directory there of? of yeah, just stuff that I've taken down over the years. And, uh, it's not, it's organized, but it's not organized, you know. Mm-hmm. I so I think this, my... I, I was just going to say this, this survey is really something that's concrete that we need uh, like if I go into Boston with that survey or evidence of that survey or even uh, a link to that survey for one day now nah, that wouldn't work they'd, they'd want a paper right in front of me but that would be uh, something that would be a, a fantastic tool you know uh, that we could 
okay, this is this is the stats we've got on this. And it would be like maybe uh, Kate, myself, and I don't know how available uh, Mr. Benny and Mr. Weeby are, but just to go into into a place and present something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest question I think people have, is who is there in my area? And just got to dig. I ran into Kate by accident, purely. Not like uh, Catherine Modison and Levi, but um, yeah. like I don't know how, but you mean you mean you ran into one another um, without realizing that you two had some of the same um, situations? No, actually, I was looking up a Target store. <laughs> and I saw I saw targeted. Yeah. Said, What's this? And it's I'm looking at targeted, and uh, I said, "What the heck is this?" FFCHS. At that time, that was the only uh, site that was up. And I I started flipping through it, and I said, "Oh, here's Kate Ryan. It looks like she's the the Massachusetts representative contact person." So I sent her an email and she gave me a call. Yeah, Kate is really good about, you know, getting back to people and, you know, reaching out and, you know, she's been terrific. And now look where you are. Look where you are, you know. Yep, that was the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got to go eat a little bit of dinner, but I'll be back on the call in the next 10. All right. All right, guys. What city did she say she was near? Did she say she was near Albany? Oh, yeah, I'm near Albany, Frank. Okay. Uh, I've got... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, like ten different people that are right around Albany. Well, if they would be willing to, who's ever willing to, um, you know, I would give my email. Um, what's your you know. What's your first name? Alan. Okay, see this. I haven't. Yeah, I don't have you on here yet. But there's yeah. Deborah Ann Weber. Is Diane Robinson? Deborah's moved. Okay. Elizabeth Hiscox? That's me. Okay. Yeah. Eric Rickenbach? I've met him and he's moved. And I think we met Gina on the survey call, pretty sure. Uh, Mm -hmm. Jason Walsh? I've met him. Jeff Crawford? No. And there's oh, Joe, no. John, and another John. I, oh, I can uh, 
Wow, we could actually have a meeting somewhere there. Yeah, you know? so I can I can email you uh, all of these names and whatnot. Oh, Frank, that would be great. And if you want to, you know, disseminate mine, that's fine, too. Yeah, I've got yeah. one. Uh, let me see, Schenectady, Schenectady, Albany, um, Plattsburgh, Albany area near Albany. And the other one doesn't ha- actually have uh, an address or yeah. a uh, city. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll, we'll do what we can do. And uh, whoops, I just... Uh, I, I scratched out that page, and there is actually more. There's Paul mm. Kosovic, Sadie, uh, Shannon. Oh, there are a lot of people. Tyrone Frierson, and yeah, a guy this, named Vincent. These are all near Albany? Yeah, those are all near Albany. Uh, you oh, know what it is? Oh. There was a big, I had a big space, and I had a whole bunch of stuff scratched out. So uh, then I found those. And there's uh, around Binghamton. How close are you to Binghamton? Not. Okay. Not. Well, there's like 15 15 people there that uh, I have to check. And what I'll do is check and make sure they're still active. Mm -hmm. Because it's probably been a couple years since I've spoken to them. Okay. Yeah, I've met Aaron Aaron Frickenbach and... uh, let me see. Deb called before she was on her way to California several years ago, yeah. a couple of years, three or four years ago. And um, none of the other names sounded familiar except, you know, except one of my emails. But, um, yeah, that would be, that would be, that would be really good. And eventually we're all going to, you know, we'll have our, you know, our local and our state and our district. That would yeah. be great. But yeah, we could we could, you know, meet at Albany Library for that matter or, you know. Yeah. That would be terrific, Frank, if if you could just when you oh, yeah. you know when, I'll zip, when yeah. I'll zip that together and get it right out to you. And oh. uh I'm changing or actually I still ha- I I have this email address and I'm gonna start using it because Google has become too confusing. Uh, I hit send all instead of sending just to the person that I'm sending to and yeah. get my ass in hot water. So I guess what I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, use this. It's targetedmassachusetts at mail.com. So that's what I'm going to use from now on. Okay. Because Google's uh, Google can be complicated. It can yeah. be to me. I mean, it's uh, if you just use Gmail, it looks more normal. But the minute you start using Inbox, okay, well, it's easier. But I don't know. There's something lost in there somewhere. Yeah. Well, go to it. I've got to got to do. I've got to have um dinner now. But I'll be back in about ten or fifteen. And thanks a lot for sure. sending me a oh, great. No week. problem. Yeah, great. Let me X out of there. Now, I've got to put all these files in one place because 
I've got some of them stored on Google Drive. I've got some of them stored on old computer disks that I've managed to uh, pull the information off of. And some of it's handwritten, so I'm in the process of correlating it all. And I, I was wondering if uh, survey, I, I know that uh, Neil's progress in R&D was mentioned to Mr. Weeby and he seemed very interested in it. So I'm going to, I'm just going to throw in, I don't know, maybe uh, drawings or my progress with electromagnetic pulse and audio and reverse audio. I'll be trying that this weekend uh, on a live subject. <laughs> we'll see what happens. You know what it is? I'm trying to find a way to secure these disks with cables on them, which it's low voltage, it doesn't it wouldn't it won't hurt anybody, to you know a wide elastic band which will go around someone's head. And hopefully not hurt them. <laughs> but I, I have to work on that. that actually records bone conductive brain activity we'll say and I can flip it around and actually send information back the other way now if I run into someone I shouldn't say run into someone I'm gonna to have to contact someone who is familiar with uh, brainwave activity and the frequencies and how to transmit it back uh, maybe I should call Robert Duncan on that and just see what he says. Run the idea by him. But I'll tell you what, they don't like it when I start doing that. I have I recorded algorithms everywhere. Uh, seems like you seem to get a lot from the room for some reason. I don't know what what it whether it's just ambient. There is a lot of information, audio information, in the room. It's basically small algorithms. And that stops. And uh, then you'll get something longer. So uh, I'm going to try and possibly uh, figure out a way to crack into these algorithms and see what they're actually made of. There might be perps hiding inside. Who knows? I mentioned on my call last week that this is moving along so mm -hmm. fast now that I wouldn't be a bit surprised if we started to see actually perps uh, turning themselves in, uh, turning state's evidence versus being prosecuted. And that's what I'm looking for. And we're almost there with that. Once we get one, we got them all, because then we have their access to whatever database they're using to uh, form these operations. 
have access to Probe's history and his online history. So with that, I think we'll uh, do very well, too. So there's optimism everywhere, and every, there's positive energy everywhere. And I, somebody's got a hum in their line. I think it's probably Jack that's not in all the way or something like that. That's gone. But I'm glad to be on the New England call. And I've moved out of Massachusetts two or three times, and I always end up back in Massachusetts. <laughs> it's my favorite state. I was going to possibly move to all different places because I was really getting tired of uh, getting smacked around so bad here by this stuff. But uh, I found from so many people that it does not change. You can change your residence to another neighborhood. You can change your, your locale, we'll say, to another state. Uh, the electronic attacks do not change. And that's another thing I'm going to coin. Quiet, Roxy. I'm going to. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to uh, start calling it electronic attacks versus electronic harassment. Harassment, because this is not harassment. This is an attack. Anybody agree with that? I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm either having dinner, but I'm going to chime in yet. That's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Understatement. Well, it's not harassment anymore. Maybe the earlier forms of it were harassment, but what's going yeah. on now is devastating, and it's definitely not harassment. It's an attack. I would call it more person. torture than anything. Yes. Uh, a, a felony assault, felony rape, uh uh, felony torture, if there is any, I think that comes under the heading of uh, assault and battery. But if you look at the rules and the laws concerning assault and battery, the definition of assault and battery is unwanted touching. So theoretically, if someone comes up to you and puts their finger on your shoulder and you don't like it, that's assault and battery. Or they come within your uh, safe area, which is, I think, what, three feet or two feet? Uh, that's considered bordering on it. So, uh, all good points to know. And as far as someone will say, following you or like that, there is n there is no question that that is a stalking issue. And that you can take up with your local police. If they continue to follow you, make sure you have their license plate and you go into your local police station and you say, uh, sir, this person who owns this car with this plate has been following me now for X amount of time. And make a few corners, make a few turns, go around a rotary twice, make sure he's following you. Because 
Coincidentally, if you're going to work in the morning especially, this person might just be going to work and using the same route that you do every day. But if you go around a rotary a couple of times and take a few side streets and alter your route, and you still find this person behind you, and then I would turn that into the police, along with a picture of the car if you can get it. And what do you do about drones that are watching you, that are communicating with these jerks? Uh, what did you say? What'd you what do you do about What do you do about the drones? Uh, if you take this person down with the license plate, uh, I don't, I don't think the drone's going to be around anymore, because you've got physical evidence. You have a license plate. You have an individual driving that car. Uh, that plate is registered to the licensed driver, so you've got them right there. And I don't think you're going to see any drones following that person around anymore. Well, you don't see them, but you certainly hear them. But he'll be in lockup. So anytime you can find somebody following you, I'd say that was a plus because... You can actually find out who they are. You can be a little covert yourself, find out what they look like, which is always helpful to the police. Uh, make sure you have that plate, and if you can come up with how many times this person has accosted you. So, uh, especially if they get out of their car and follow you into like a coffee shop. Uh, follow you into a grocery store, the same particular individual. Uh, it's actually more of an opportunity for you than it is for them because you can get evidence. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely lean towards that. Um, I just want to say I haven't had anything happen like that lately, although at some point earlier on I did. And now it seems to be entirely what's going on. It's entirely, you know, capturing me in airspace, if you know what I mean. You know, so in other words, it's driven by something, unless there's a car out in the parking lot somewhere, you know, that's operating that way, it seems to be driven by, it's just, um, it's remote. And, and I wouldn't know, you know, I don't know how far those things can project and how they're picking it up. Um, someone suggested to me on a privacy, digital privacy um, number I called to get off of the, um, you know, the smartphone. And, oh. yeah, um, I guess they're, they're, they started this digital, it's called Digital Privacy Civil Rights. But then when you when you get there, it's, people have had pornographic images, which, you know, I haven't had them taken of me. Um you know, and I, I I wear underwear in the shower sometimes just because, you know. Yeah, isn't that horrible? That, yeah. no, that's called that's called uh, felony Voyeur. voyeurism, yes. Yeah. Now, all of these crimes are punishable by uh, just the voyeurism charge, like in your shower and whatnot, in, in yeah. your bathroom. That's yeah. all punishable by, by uh, life in prison, some of this stuff. And it's not the idea that it, it's voyeurism. Okay, it's the idea that it's voyeurism. How many counts? A hundred counts? Two hundred counts? A thousand counts? Okay, that's why there's no prison sentence that's long enough for these people except for life. Yeah. Because 
it's just too much of this. Hey guys. We've all been. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's ten after nine, and I thought people should head over. I think Alice calls on now. So, um, I'll is probably. Is she say- on talk show? Yeah. Mhm. Okay. So that's um one four one four seven six. Talk show. Okay, okay, we'll do. I think we should head over there. So I'll terminate our recording and say goodbye to everybody. And um, actually, I wanted to talk a little bit about our next gathering. Um, I had an idea, but there's not that many people on the call right now, but I just will throw it out there anyway to who's here. I was actually thinking... Sometime after the 25th, we could do our first camping out trip here. Um, people could camp in my yard. They could camp up in Beartown State Forest, one Aww. one mile up uh, one mile up the road, and we Aww. have a swimming hole down on the river, and um, lots of things to do around the Berkshires. So um, our next meeting, we'll talk about it. And um, that'll be fun, Kate. See, today's the twenty second, though. So that's next week. Yeah. So we'd have to um, do do emails and texts about it and see what people think. And um, I just thought it might be a good idea. But what I want to do is I want to check out the weather. Yeah. So, you know, we shouldn't even try. It's gonna be cruddy wet weather. You know. Definitely. Let's try for like three days in a row of sunshine and fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And this way, people don't have to think too much about, oh, you know, I don't want to trudge, like, you know, hours and hours to New Hampshire. Let's try the camping trip locally. Two hours the max to the Berkshires is, you know, not as bad as going up to New Hampshire from uh, down in Connecticut. And this way, people can figure out what they need, what they, you know, and then yeah. you know, here at the house, we could have a meeting. Um, I bought Bill Benny's movie so we could watch. Uh, a good American as a group. Oh, yay. Fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. We could have a roaring ball. Yeah, and popcorn and everything. Let's do it. Let's do it. People realize i got a real tiny house, and if we have to go indoors, we have to be like sardines, but that's okay. We can do it. That'd be fun. Okay. Sounds okay. good. All right. Thank you. So, um... Spread the word to the rest of the group, okay? Okay. So we'll we'll when do you have another call to talk about it. Yeah. We'll see we'll see you on Alice's call. Bye bye. Okay. okay thanks. Tonight. Thanks, Frank. If you could get those to me, that'd be that'd be like Super. That'd be great. Will, Super. Yeah. I will do it. Okay. Okay, great. Okay. Talk Good to night. you later. Good night. Yeah. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.